celebration. Sunday, Sunday we're, we're celebrating what God, what God has, has done, done through a number of years and paying off the debt. Joyce, I've not got to see you since then. What do you got to say about it? Amen, amen. We just stand together. We're going to sing to God be the glory. Great things he has done. Let's stand together. that chorus with me a cappella one time praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord praise the lord let the earth hear his voice praise the lord praise the lord let the people rejoice oh come to the father through jesus the seated. Uh, pray so you can go into the wings for just a moment. We have special guests with us today that are not special guests at all. They're just special family members that have taken a trek back in. And first of all, I, I, is Rob White, Pastor Rob, who was here in the transitional time and started some things off uh, here at Poplar Springs. So Rob, I, want you, I called him on Memorial Day 
And he says, now, I don't, I don't want to preach. And I said, I want you to. And he said, what? And so I said, I just want you to share briefly some things. And so Pastor Rob, if you'll come, and they'll have this mic on for you. You come. No, she's, she's bashful. No, you know, but anyway, behind every good preacher is a godly good woman. So I am blessed beyond that. By the way, we just celebrated 60 years of marriage this past, whatever day it was, the ninth. What day was it? It was the ninth. I know the date. I just heard it. So anyway, no. I tell you, this is a day that I have longed to see and I'm grateful to do it. I just wish... Shelly, I say this too, it's hard to stand here without that, uh, you know, friend that I've known and loved, good night. How many times we've eaten breakfast at Cracker Barrel and even from Lancaster days when he was pastor and, and just, we go back a long, long way and I'm so grateful he's here. I'm so glad that Brother Ken Forrester is here. Love Ken. Well, you've got a great interim or a great transitional interim that'll be there. And I'm so thankful that uh, this day has come, and I'm so grateful to God for what he has done. And your greater days are ahead of you, not behind you, but ahead of you. By the way, I don't know if you know this or not, but guess what? The town has come to the country. They have found you. The people are building houses everywhere. In fact, we had to detour this. Well, I forgot about the bridge being out, so we detoured around and... I'm amazed at the housing developments that are everywhere. So people are not the issue and the problem. They'll be here. God has a man for you. God has the right man for you right now. And I'm so grateful to have that. Thank you for the privilege to be back. Thank you for the honor to stand here and just remember and celebrate with you what God has done through his faithfulness. Mom, anything you want to say? We're just so happy to be back among people that we love. It's been six years, but it's just like starting afresh. We just love you and... Praise the Lord that we have been able to be friends. So she's back. Not really. Thank you so much. God bless you all. I'll just stay here a second. Just stay here a second. We just wanted to present this to you. And it's, it's got our logo on it. It says, uh, from Poplar Springs Baptist Church, presented to Pastor Rob White for godly service to Poplar Springs Baptist Church 2014 through 2015 and for leading us to making way to the future and today's day as we celebrate with you and you with us. Thank you so much. Let's give them a hand for you. 1.7 million. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. Let's give Thank you. You may be seated. Now, you're going to think I'm getting things uh, out of order here, but I'm not. It's just that there's usually method to my madness. Well, at least there's madness. So, Pastor Ken, if you would come up here for just a moment also. Yeah, you, Ken Forrester. I'm recognizing him. We also wanted to just give you an appreciation for what you have done and what you're doing. Presented to Pastor Ken Forrester for godly service as our transitional pastor and helping us to achieve our goal of being debt-free. Poplar Springs Baptist Church and today's date as we celebrate. We thank him because he's, he kept the ball rolling to completion. Thank you. Now, 
some people are going to say, well, what is he doing? Does he not know that Shelly is here? Uh, yes, I know that Shelly is here, but I didn't want it to be like the rose between two thorns. And so I decided to save the best for last. And it is, it is difficult um, for me to recognize her without Dale. Um, but we recognize him today because for all those years, he just kept it. Rob started it. He kept it going, kept it teed up, and then it finished off under Ken. But uh, there's not a day goes by that I don't think about somebody needs to be walking in saying, hey, partner, will you do this? I want you to know that many, many times it's say, partner, let's just pray about that day. And so I believe that today in glory, he knows. But I asked Shelly if she'd come. I said, would you like to come and say things? You never know if people will do that. She says, well, I sure would. And so I will ask her to come, Shelly. You come, welcome her as she comes to the platform today. You know, Rob, you didn't ask me to preach. But I got a sermon or two, let me tell you. No, I just feel... Great joy today. This is a day that I so hoped I would be able to experience. Um, one of the one of the last conversations that Dale and I had before he became not able to have a conversation with me was about retiring this church debt. And one of the last things he said to me was, "We're going to do it, aren't we?" And I said, "Yep, we're going to do it." So. We've done it. That was such a dream for him, and I am so grateful and thankful that it's been a dream for you all, too. And we were just able to join our prayers and our hearts and our concerns and lift it up and make it happy and make it happen. Now the challenge is we got to be good stewards of what the Lord has allowed us to do. Further his kingdom, reach those lost souls, Welcome them into the family because we're really going to have a great celebration one day. Heaven gets sweeter all the time. I can't sit down without saying one more time, thank you. Thank you for your kindness, your financial support, and all that you were through Dale's illness and his death and the months that followed. You will never know what you did for me and my family. They're all here with me today, except my daughter-in-law and my newest baby, who is in New York visiting her parents. We miss her. But they all wanted to be here too. They all feel it. They've seen witness through you, and I'm grateful. And thank you, and I love you. So it failed my task to get these done, and so I didn't think there was any other way to do this, but presented to Dale and Shelley Roach for godly service as our pastor and pianist, 2016 through 2021, for leading us to grow disciples who connect upward, connect inward, and connect outward, and for leading us to be debt-free. Poplar Springs Baptist Church, June 12, 2022. We love you. Well, just, well, just remain, remain standing because we, we need, need to, to sing. sing. 
Um, we need to sing before I squall. So that would be much better. Hey, listen, we're only going to sing one more song as a congregation today. And it's a song that we used to sing all the time. We used to sing it in the parking lot. We used to sing it when we came back from the parking lot. I think you'll remember it. Every praise is to us. 
You may be seated. The choir is going to sing once again before it comes.
<laughs> well, can everybody say amen? Hey, do me a favor. Stand up where you are. The choir's coming down. Stand up. Turn around. Shake a hand. Hug a neck. Welcome somebody to Papa Springs. All right? Do that. So good to see each of you today. Lord, I will trust you. Good job, Lynn. Good job. Hey, my friend. Good morning. Amen. 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 Hey, while you're standing, while you're standing, I want you to grab your Bible, grab your device. And turn with me to Nehemiah chapter 4. Nehemiah chapter 4. Matter of fact, hold your Bible up and say this with me. This is the Bible. It is God's holy, infallible, inerrant, perfect, life-giving, life-changing word. And I'll be honest with you. I need you to pray for me. I'm not going like, to uh, preach a 30-minute message today, I don't think. Uh, we'll see. To be honest with you, I really did not want to go here today. And I've asked the Lord every which way to not go to this today. But, you know, I wanted to, to maybe say something or preach something that perhaps was a little bit more, maybe in line with a, a service like today. And thinking about just relieving the dead and, and all those good things. And, but uh, I still think I can do that. But the Lord just would not release me from this passage. So we're going to go for it. All right. You do remember. That, that there was a lot of persecution, persecution from the out. Sanballat, Tobiah, Geshem, all those guys. And then words of thunder hit Nehemiah's ears when he heard Judah, the praiser, complaining. Ministry can be hard and ministry can be devastating. Our personal walk with Jesus. Some days we just don't know from one day to the next what the sovereign God has planned for us. And so we have to learn to trust, right? We, we learn to trust. We, 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 we learn that, that he is ultimately in control and that what he is calling us to do is to trust him. And so on the heels of, of, of that experience, there are some things that happened. And I just want to read two verses today, verses 13 and 14. Listen closely to these verses. So in the lower parts of the space behind the wall, in open places, I stationed the people by their clans, with their swords, their spears, and their bows. Then I looked and arose and said to the nobles and to the officials and to the rest of the people, Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, who is great and awesome. And fight for your brothers and your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. Father, today has been such a good day. And God, I thank you for just the, the spirit that is in this room and the, or just the, the sense of celebration for who you are and all that you are doing in and through, God, this body called Poplar Spring. God, thank you. Lord, thank you for Brother Rob today. And God, I just appreciate that brother so much. He's been such an encourager for me. And I know that he prays and prays not only for me, but this body. And Lord, what a joy to see he and his precious bride today. 
God, for Shelly and the family that's here today, Lord, that's just like icing on the cake. And God, thank you for them. And we pray, God, that you will continue, God, to use this family for your good and for your glory. And so, Lord, we are, we are so thankful that we, we get to be together today. And Lord, for the rest of the body, any guests that may be here today or may be viewing today, God, we're so grateful for this opportunity. And so, Lord, we want to celebrate today, but most of all, we want to celebrate you. And so, Lord, if we take a few minutes and just think about this text and how it really does apply to us today. God, we pray that you would take your word and the Holy Spirit will do what only the Spirit can do. And God, that's to show us you afresh and anew. And God, if we see you as you are, as we are, Lord, we cannot stay in that same place. And so, God, we pray for change. We pray that you would do something amazing in us today. And that we would give you glory and praise for all that you do. And we pray this together in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. On the heels of all the things that Nehemiah and the people were, you know, being exposed to in the opposition of the work. I'm going to say this again because I can't say it enough. Anytime there is spiritual advancement, there's always going to be satanic opposition. You can bank on it. And so on the heels of that experience, now God has begun to do a work. And three things I want to share with you this morning about the greater work. Be careful not to just look at what's going on around you now as all that God is doing. He could be doing something greater than we could ever imagine. And so the first thing I want you to notice is we need to trust God to make necessary changes. And those changes are always going to be in me and those changes are going to be in you. I love that about verse 13. So in the lower parts of the space behind the wall and open places, I stationed the people by their clans. Now we do have a clan. All right. And so we've got you know, eight kids and we got uh, ten grandkids now. So the Forster clan in that day, Nehemiah would have put us somewhere. Here's what he did. He began to reorganize some things. As you look back through the history of this church, how many times have you had to reorganize? How many times have you had to change plans that you, you know, we like it when everything just goes along smooth and nice, right? Where all the covers are tucked in just right. But God in his goodness knows that sometimes the only way that we can truly experience him is when God intervenes. And some of the things that we think are going to be constant aren't constant. But he begins to show us that he is always constant and he is always faithful and true. And so Nehemiah began to reorganize. It could be that today the Spirit of God is going to breathe a word of truth to you. And maybe there's some things even in your own life that you need to reorganize. Maybe there's some necessary changes. Most of all, to say, God, I just want to be clay in your hands. And you are free to do in me and in this body anything that you want to do, whether we thought about it or not. God, we are going to trust you. So trust God as he continues to make all the necessary changes. You do know that more changes are coming, right? Nothing stays the same. It doesn't matter if it's a, a little change or a big change. Most of us, we just don't like change, do we? But change nonetheless is coming. Why? Because God has continued to make all things new in his people. 
As a disciple of Jesus, things are always going to change. As a follower of Jesus, that's, that's one of the core convictions of a disciple of the Lord Jesus. Anybody who wants to see God do an upward work, an inward work, and an outward work is always going to experience supernatural change. And that's going to display itself in and through God's people, even inside the church. So let's trust God that he knows what he's doing. Somebody say amen. You realize that you're not in charge today, right? I'm not not sure sure you believe believe that. Raise your right hand. Everybody Everybody repeat after me. I, I, being of sound mind, therefore declare that I have never been, nor ever will be, the master of the universe. Therefore, I resign as the master of the universe. Now, don't you feel better. We're not in control. And that's a good thing, right? Who in the world would want to be in control of the mess that we're in now? Not me. I'm grateful that Jesus, my Savior, is still ruling and reigning, sitting at the right hand of the Father. And He has every right to do in me and in you anything to bring glory to the Father. So if He needs to reorganize, let Him reorganize. And you know know what what we'll do? We'll We'll look in the the rearview mirror of our life and we'll say, to God be the glory. Second Second thing thing I see see is this. Remember remember the Lord. I love those words. Remember the Lord. Remember the Lord. Martin Luther, 16th century reformer, had been depressed for many, many weeks. And his wife had prayed for him and prayed for him and really she was kind of at the end of herself and she really didn't know what to do and so one day she came into his study and she was completely dressed in black and Martin Luther said who died and his wife said God did and he stood up behind his desk and he bellowed God has not died to which she lovingly said Then live like it. I got good news for you, friend. Jesus may have died, but he rose again, and he ever lives to make intercession for us. Amen? Remember the Lord. Remember God's goodness in the past. I love that old hymn, Count Your Blessings. Every one of us here today that our names are written down in the Lamb's book of life. You could look back over the course of your life and I promise you what you can see. Will there be trial? Will there be heartache? Will there be difficulty? Yes, yes, yes. But I'll tell you what you will really see if you look hard. You will see God's grace. You will see His blessing. You will see an ever-present Savior walking with you every single day. God's goodness in the past. You've got a a great past. But you've had some bumps in the road, amen? Well, we all do. But God's been good. And God's been faithful in our past. God is good even in the present. Matthew 28, 20. When Jesus said, I will be with you always. Always. Well, I've been reminded of that this week. This, this, I, I, you know, if I just kind of let my guard down a little bit. Um, last three weeks have been pretty tough. Pretty tough. We do need to pray for our convention that's meeting in Anaheim. 
decisions are going to be made. My prayer is that we will honor the Lord in each of those decisions. But I've spent a lot of time talking to preachers and church people for the last three weeks that are discouraged and they're bewildered. And there's a lot of question marks. I've got a dear friend that I've been praying for this week who's no longer in the ministry. I've wept a lot. I have wept a lot this week. I'll tell you what it's done. It's caused me to see the goodness of God in my own life. And it's caused me to see that even now, in this moment, there, there's so much around me that I don't like. It's uncomfortable. It seems so negative. It doesn't seem gospel-centric at all. But here's what I've been reminded this week. Just to do what? To remember the Lord. If you get discouraged, remember the Lord. If you, if you feel defeated, just remember the Lord. How many times do you see the word remember in Scripture? I know it's for me. Because I'm hard-headed. Don't, Don't say amen, Pat. Please do not say amen to that. I already know that about myself. I think the, the, the Lord put remember in Scripture so many times for me. Because I'm so quick to forget. Remember God's goodness in the past. Remember God's goodness in the present. Remember God's goodness in the future. I'm, I'm grateful today that we can celebrate the fact that this church is no longer in debt. That's a good thing, right? I, I, I am thankful that you gave gifts the, the, the word sacrifice, sacrifice, even last week, to go back and think of sacrifice, or two weeks ago, sacrifice Sunday. You, you have sacrificed. There's a work, and you have worked. But I want you to understand, I want you to hear my heart. The debt should remind us of a greater debt that was paid for us. Through Jesus. Every gift that was given should remind us of the greater work that God did when he gave us his son, the precious lamb of glory, the one who did no sin, knew no sin, had no sin, the very one that became sin for us. That is the greater gift. Don't forget the sacrifice, but there's a greater sacrifice that we see in Jesus and what he has done for us. There is a work, but there's a greater work that God is doing. I want to celebrate. Listen, I am sanguine to the bone. And if you don't know what sanguine means, it means I love people and I love to party and I love party people. So if you want to have a covered dish, I am your man, all right? If you want to get together and just have fun, I am your man. I'm telling you, I love it. But this celebration today should remind us there's a greater celebration coming. 
when every nation, every tribe, every tongue is gathered around the throne of God and we praise Him and we glorify Him. Why? Because everything that's happening in the book of Nehemiah is for one reason and that is the glory of God. And the only reason we are a body that God is going to use in the future to, to tap into the greater work that He is doing is because why? He is a God of glory. And he's, he's going to get, get glory. glory. He's, he's going to get, get glory for every person baptized. They have baptized yet? They're going to be. Every guest is coming. They may not come yet, but they're coming. A greater work. A greater work. I'll just simply close with this. I, I, uh, I know that even in the days to come, we're going to be challenged. We have, we have an accuser of the brethren. brethren. Y'all know Slewfoot, right? The devil. And uh, I'm just reminded this morning of a simple passage. But this brought great joy to my heart today. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. You talk about rejoicing. I don't know what that's going to look like in one day. And I know I'm spiritualizing here, but you know, there is going to come a day when one of the great reasons to rejoice is the Lord Jesus is going to kick old Lucifer into the pit forever. Now, I know I'm not going to get any special treatment when I get to heaven. Okay? The Lord will probably let Rob do this. All right? But wouldn't it be awesome just to be there on the side? Just get one kick in as he goes down. You know what I'm saying? Just one good one. One day, every accuser, because the accuser is going down. And you know what that should do for us? Shoot. That should cause us to get on with the work. And as you read the rest of chapter 4, honestly, that's exactly what happens. They're just getting on with the work. Let me just read it real quick and I'll, I'll, I'll be done. When our enemies heard it, that it was known to us that God had frustrated their plan, we all returned to the wall. And that's what we got to do, church. Just because the debt's been paid doesn't mean the work is done. Okay? From that day on, half my servers worked on the construction. I half held spears and shields and bow and coats of mail. And the leaders stood behind the house of Judah and building on the wall. Those who carried burdens were loaded in such a way that each other labored on the work with one hand and held a weapon with the other. And each of the builders had his sword strapped at his side where he built. The man who sounded the trumpet and sat beside me, I, I, I said to the nobles and to the officials and to the rest of the people, the work is great and widely spread and we are separated on the wall far from one another. In the place where you hear the sound of the trumpet, rally to us there. Our God will fight for us. For we labored 
at the work, and half of them held spears from the break of dawn to the stars came out. I also said to the people at the time, let every man and his servant pass the night within Jerusalem, that they may be a guard for us by night and labor by day. So neither I nor my brothers nor my servants nor the men of the guard who followed me, none of us took off our clothes. Each kept his weapon at his side. Now by no means am I telling you that you should not change your clothes. By all means, take a bath, change your clothes. Amen? But the picture there is this. The work's not done. So if I could just leave you with one little nugget, church, here's the deal. We should celebrate that the debt has been relieved. But that celebration should release us into greater mobility in the work that God has in store for us. So it's not the end. It's just the end of one chapter. And now we get to go to the next chapter. And church, you better armor up. It's time to armor up and get ready. Let's lock arms, lock hearts, and let's go with God. And we will watch him fight the battles for us. So Lord, today, we give you praise. We give you glory for who you are. And God, we do celebrate today that there is a milestone God, that has taken place. One, God, that so many have prayed for for many, many years. And God, thank you that today is a memorial. God, it's like that stone that we, it's a, it's a, a time of remembrance. That, Lord, we are, we are grateful for all that you have done, for what you're doing. And, and yet, God, we pray that we would now start thinking about, okay, God, where where are you taking us now? And Lord, we, we don't know what all the future is going to look like. But we know that we can trust you. God, we don't know the next hurdle. We don't know the next battle. But God, we know that we can trust you. And that your word says that you will fight our battles for us. And so Lord, we pray that even now today. That God, we would remember that we would remember you and that we would trust you. And that God, we would, we would be reminded that we do what we do for your good and for your glory and for no other reason. And so God, just I pray that you would develop in me and the heart of people here, God, this, this true sense of burden that the work is not over. But now we've been released. There is a... There's a pressure point that's no longer on this body. And so God, now, I pray that you would help us to be close to you. To know your heart. To know your plan. And that God, as you unpack and unveil that, that God, we are ready to continue in the work that you have begun. And Lord, we can do so knowing that your word says whatever you begin, that you will see through to completion. And so God, we do celebrate. But help us to celebrate in such a way today that we think of the greater work, God, that's in store. God, we believe many 
are going to come to faith in Christ. God, we believe that you are going to grow your body here. God, we believe that you're going to call men and women into ministry. God, we believe that this is going to be, God, a hospital for lost people. God, we believe that, God, this is going to be a place where disciples can, can learn and grow and be trained and developed and deployed. And God, we pray that even now as we work as unto you, that God, you would create in us this this sending mentality, God, that, that we understand whatever you give us, God, we're gonna we're gonna send it right back to you. We're gonna give you praise, we're gonna give you glory for all that you do. And God, we just want to see the kingdom of God advance and grow. God, we we pray that we would become everything that you died for us to be. And so, Jesus, we come today. Maybe God, someone needs to be saved. God, maybe someone needs to join this fellowship. God, maybe someone here today has been so discouraged and today they just needed to hear, remember the Lord. And so, God, we pray, even in this time of invitation, God, you do whatever you want to do to bring yourself the greatest measure of glory. And Lord, for that we pray in Jesus' name. Scott, our musicians, lead us. I'm going to ask you to stand. I'll make myself available if you need me. Maybe you just want to come and find a place around this altar today. I don't know what the Lord may have spoken to you about, but I will say this. Whatever it was, simply trust Him. Just trust Him. Glad you were here today. 
Well, you may be more glad in just a few minutes because we're going to go eat. Um, and so this, as we're leaving today, as you are leaving the building, there'll be some men back there who will be receiving offering. There's also some places on the black box. Um, Okay, thank you. Thank you, Billy. Um, we'll have some men at the, um, in the vestibule to receive the offering. There's black boxes at the portico. If you feel more comfortable in giving in that manner, uh, please do so. Uh, there was a church council meeting scheduled. We have some folks that can't be here. You could with postpone it till next week. Okay, I have pastoral authority to say that now, and so I'm glad, and we'll be done after. Uh, lunch. Uh, choir, we will be rehearsing today at 5 o'clock. Not 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. So I'll look forward to seeing you then. Uh, we're going to dismiss in just a moment. In fact, we're going to start right now, but we're going to have a blessing. I'm going to ask the Roach family and uh, the White family and the Forrester family, if you guys would just make your way even now uh, downstairs, and you can be first in the line. Make sure that... Um, you leave enough for everybody else, and, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing So as they're leaving, um, we're going to have our blessing. And I'm going to ask Mark Brown. He has done a tremendous job through these years and looked at everything. Some of you, one day we're going to let him tell the story about how our debt was refinanced and all that God has done in that time. But would you give him a hand? He's done a tremendous job. In these days. Fantastic. So, Mark, I'm going to ask you to come and have the blessing for us. And after we eat, uh, I can't tell you a time, but when it looks like uh, we're nearly finished with eating, we're going to gather on the back patio. Uh, actually, the lunch is set up, I understand, in the gym. They have fans running to help you stay cool or at least aerated. And so, you, after that is done, uh, we're going to gather on the patio outside of the fellowship hall. We're going to have uh, the burning of some mortgage documents. And we'll rejoice with that. Mark, if you let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we're so thankful that we're able to celebrate the retirement of this debt. Lord, you have done a miracle here in our church. We thank you and we praise you and we honor you. And Lord, we know that you have greater work for us to do. We pray, Lord, that you would show us, guide us, lead us. And we pray, Lord, that we might be obedient and faithful to you. Lord, we pray that you would bless the food that we're about to partake to the nourishment of our bodies and us to your service, and we ask this in your most precious name.